0: 2023 is literally right around the corner. And I know a lot of our listeners have big goals. I feel like 2023 is going to be a powerhouse of a year for so many of us when it comes to transforming our bodies, upgrading our life, and just stepping into that next level version of ourselves. So if you are someone who fits that description, but... In the past, you have really struggled to get the results you're looking for, especially in fitness. And you're someone who has put in a lot of work, but despite that amount of work, really felt like you've gotten little to no payoff when it comes to your results. You feel like maybe you've just completely burnt yourself out, going two steps forward, three steps backwards, but you're in a place right now where all you want to do is level up. We want to let you guys know that Cut and Conquer's 2023 Shred program is now accepting applications for the new year, as well as our normal flexible coaching program. But Shred is only offered once a year. We run it in January. It is our most popular body transformation program. It's going to be our fifth year running it, I believe. And the results are always amazing. The ladies and the men in the program literally drop it's it's primarily women and they usually lose anywhere from 15 to 40 pounds during the program. This year it launches on January 9th, so registration is going to be open until January 2nd, okay? Spots usually fill up beforehand. January 2nd, we cut off applications. But we do only accept 30 participants into the SHRED program. 10 of those spots are already taken. So we anticipate to probably be totally full before December 31st. A little bit about the program. So SHRED is an intense fat loss program. Essentially, we are cutting fat as fast, but sustainably as possible. It is not a fad diet. It is not a quick fix. It's a massive lifestyle change. It's not a beginner oriented program per se. In order to qualify, you do have to have a basic foundation to working out and a basic understanding of eating healthy. That's not to say you have to be an expert, but if you've never stepped foot in a gym or never done a workout plan before, that wouldn't be the Shred program wouldn't be your first step. It is very intense. It requires a high level of dedication, a very high level of discipline. And the goal of the program is ultimately to provide you with a complete mental, physical and emotional transformation. The fat loss phase is followed by a four-week reverse diet as well. Um, So what that does is basically really help you ensure that you're not going to gain back the weight that you lose. That's an essential part of any fat loss program that a lot of um, fitness companies kind of just brush over. Being able to achieve elite results and then maintain your results long term is huge at cut and conquer. That's that's what we want for all of our clients. There's no point in, in losing a bunch of weight and, and pretending to live this healthy lifestyle if we can not actually maintain it and build it into our identity long term. With that being said, if you are a beginner, if you're someone who's Really just more so looking for a balanced, flexible approach to fitness. We also are going to be taking on a limited number of new clients this year into our normal coaching program. And again, all the programs at Cotton Conquer, they are completely customized to each client's goals, to each client's struggles, and we change them as you go. So we're really diving into your biofeedback, tailoring everything to how your body is changing over time, to the equipment that you have available to you, customized training plans, nutrition, coaching, and of course, the mindset component as well is included in the Shred program as well as every single program at Cut and Conquer. If you guys are interested in learning more information about any of our programs, please write it, reach out to me right away on Instagram at Nyfina and we can have a chat to figure out which one of these programs is the right fit for you. Again, spots are very limited. They are going to fill up very, very quickly. So if you are serious about making changes to your mental and physical health this year, Please take action now. The actions that you take now are already setting that foundation, building that foundation for who you're going to be in the new year. So send me a DM on Instagram at kNI, K-N-I-F-I-N-A. And let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater. And today, again, I'm joined by our head coach at Cut and Conquer Fitness, Brittany Burgess. Hey, guys, what's going on? And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be doing an end of year 2022 reflection with you guys and answering some questions. And we want to challenge you guys to answer these questions for yourself along with us. And before we get into that part, I do want to talk about something that I do every single year and I've found has made a really big impact on just how I approach the new year. And I've never really been a big fan of New Year's resolutions just for so many reasons. And I have also always been kind of like a goal-oriented person anyways. So just the whole idea of waiting for a certain day of the year to set a goal just never really set right that never really sat right with me. So something that I do instead of a New Year's resolution, and I think this could be really powerful for some of our listeners to implement if maybe they've struggled with New Year's resolutions in the past or never really felt aligned with them. And what I like to do is instead of setting a goal for the new year is I like to pick a word of the year. And the word that I pick usually has to do with an area of myself or my life that... I know needs improvement and that I'm very inclined to progress in that year. Okay. And I like to, for me personally, I like to keep the words to kind of like qualities almost. So for example, I wouldn't pick the word fitness because it's almost too vague and too specific at the same time. So I want to look into my life, into the main areas. So for me, that would be like my health, my business and my relationships and just kind of like come up with something that's going to help me progress the most across all of the areas that are the most important to me. So um, I'm going to tell you guys what my words of the year have been for the last three years. I'm going to tell you what my word is for 2023. And um, Britt, if you have a word for 2023 or if you have any previous words of the year, definitely let us know. Okay? yeah, for sure. So for 2020, my word was clarity. And honestly, like these words have made the biggest difference more so than even setting goals, I think, because I put the goal, I put the word on my bulletin board and I look at it every day and I think about it and every decision that I make in my life, literally I think about how I can live up to my word of the year. So 2020, 2020 was clarity. Again, that was kind of coming. That was like the COVID year. And that's when I went fully online with my coaching business. And I just really gained the clarity around who I was and what my purpose was Um, When it came to my mission in, in life and especially with Cut and Conquer, 2021 was alignment for me. So I was really working on bringing things together personally and professionally. 2022, this word was actually my favorite and I totally upped my game with this one. And it was decisive because even though in 2021, I got things into alignment pretty well, I took way too long to make decisions that I knew I had to make. I overanalyzed so many things. I ended up wasting a lot of time. Um, So 2022 was all about not wasting time and making the hard decisions that I knew I had to make. And 2023, here we go. My word for 2023 this year. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I mean, it's fairly simple, but it's growth. (laughs) So this year for me is all about growth in every single aspect. Growth within my clientele, growth within Cotton Conquer Fitness, growth within myself personally and growth in my relationships with my family, with my friends. I don't have that many friends, but the ones that I do have <laughs> and um, growth in my fitness journey specifically as well. So, Brittany, what's your take on that? Do you have a word of the year this year or have you ever done anything like that? I really like that because I've never done the word thing before. I think that's
1: really, really cool. I've obviously done the, you know, the typical New Year resolution list at the end of the year New Year's Eve, sit down, make your list. Like usually I would do like 10 things, put them on a piece of paper, put them in an envelope and then put them away. And like, I don't look at them for like the whole year. It's still like that next year where I go to make my, you know, my next list for the new year. Because I like, I feel like with New Year's resolutions, people are so dead set on them and they're like so focused on them. So I found that once I wrote them out, put them on a piece of paper, put them away, you know, put them in a drawer. You know, they are in the back of my head, but it's not something that I'm like stressing and obsessing about. But I do really like the word idea. I've never, ever done that before. And I think moving forward, I will be doing that. <laughs> so it's funny, like as you were sitting there talking about all of your your words for the last few years, I was also going to <laughs> use the word growth for 2023. Oh, we got the same word. <laughs> I know. I think that's such a good one. And I, I was going to use that one. But another one too is just really like thriving. So thriving in absolutely every aspect of my life in the next year, whether it be you know, my fitness, my, um, you know, with work, career, with uh, personal relationships, you know, with my romantic relationship, with family, anything new that is thrown at me next year. I really want to just thrive off of it and really just
0: take it in. I like that. I feel like yeah. that's very similar to growth, but still it is different. It is like a little different, but like,
1: yeah, exactly. like Kind of the same, which I like, because I was going to use growth because like, that's such a good one.
0: <laughs> I like that. I feel like, I feel like I'm already thinking of 2024. I'm like, I think my 2024, I want it to be like flourish because growth, I need to like grow. I need to be in the dirt, like dig in the hole and like, yeah. And then my flower is going to blossom.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like, can we do like a words for like the next 10 years? Like, oh <laughs> Is that a thing? I really like that. I think that's a really good idea. And I obviously, you guys can still do your New Year's resolutions, like if that's something that you freaking like. But I do recommend picking a word and sticking with it, almost like a theme word where you want, you know, your your New Year to be.
0: Yes, and I, I recommend picking one that is going to kind of challenge you and and actually make a difference. If you pick a word that you're already good at and that you like, yeah, it's probably <laughs> not going to help you make that many meaningful changes so like for me decisive was like a really important one because I seriously struggled with making decisions in a timely fashion
1: yeah I'm not so great at that either maybe that'll be my 2024 <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's something I definitely need to forget this well yeah all right. So let's get into the reflection questions. If you guys are listening, feel free to pause the audio before you hear Brit and I's answers and answer these for yourself. So the first question is, what was it that made you feel the most happy or grateful this year? I love
1: this question. So this is a super cheesy answer, but it's so 100% true for me. Honestly, my guy, my family, friends, and of course, obviously my dog Charles <laughs> have made me so incredibly happy and I am so grateful for them. I honestly wouldn't be where I am today without these people. I feel like you could have all the money in the world. You could have the career of your freaking dreams. You could be crushing all your goals. But if you don't have anyone to you know, come home to or to call or share it all with and people that bring you happiness and joy then what's the point in anything really? So all of these people in my life have made a huge difference and made me feel so friggin' happy this past year. And I'm so incredibly grateful for them. Again, very cheesy, but it's 100% true.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. So I'm going to (laughs) give two answers. So I mean, the first one, again, is similar to what you said. Like, of course, boyfriend probably if I had to pick one absolute thing it would have to be him but just all the relationships that I have with my team with my clients with my own mentors with my boyfriend with my family um, everyone has honestly been like super supportive and just even our clients as you know like they inspire us to keep showing up and to keep being better leaders and to keep helping them help themselves right so again super grateful for everyone all of our clients because they're the reason we got to do what we love, right? Without them, we would be nothing. So mm-hmm. that I mean is my first answer. But my second answer that really made like this year stand out different than last year and that I'm that I've never had to be grateful for before was mm-hmm. not being in physical pain. So Ooh. in 2021 I had a really bad injury and I was in excruciating pain almost every single day. And I, that was an experience that was completely new to me. Like I basically thought I was physically invincible. I did. I would like run my body to the ground in a bad way and also in a good way. Like I would train so hard. I would train beyond failure, like not every day, but at times. And I had no fear, which is great. Like I would have no fear. I would literally, like I, I've never been like a power lifter or someone who's going to do like a one rep max all the time. But like I would... <laughs> literally squat until I would almost collapse. Like I would go that hard. And right. I was like, oh, that's just like what I do. That's just normal. Like I'm, I can just do pushups till I collapse. I can just lift weights till I collapse. Like it's fine. And then I got injured. And not only was it the physical injury, but like the mental component of like not only not being able to train, not only not being able to do what I love, but to not even be able to breathe without mm-hmm. excruciating pain to not be able to walk, to do like the simplest things, like literally not be able to be in a vehicle that hits a bump, to not be able to go in a side-by-side, to not be able to get on a trampoline, like the basic shit that I used to take completely for granted was like horrible. Not being able to turn around and look in the backseat of the vehicle, not being able to Mm -hmm. put laundry in the fucking dryer because I can't twist. Like, Like, again, like so funny, but I used to think, like for now, now I'm I'm almost completely healed. But I would think, oh, I can do walking lunges with forty pound dumbbells, like no problem. Like I'm super invincible. And then to not even be able to walk, let alone do a lunge, let alone hold a weight, like it's just this year I've been in very little pain compared to 2021. And every day I'm so so grateful for it. So if you are someone who does have health and who does not have pain do not take it for granted because it can be taken away from you in a split second, no matter how healthy or invincible you think you are.
1: That's awesome because I do feel um, a lot of people, they take for granted their their health and you know the fact that they're able to move their body. And then once that's taken away from you, it is like a huge game changer. And I've never really had that experience before. But just listening to you and, you know, just being able to move my body like the way I can right now, like I I never, ever take granted for that. So when people are like, oh, I'm like so tired, like I can't work out or I can't. I'm just I'm exhausted. Just remember, like you're able to move your body just because you're tired, but you can move your body and you can do it. So don't take it for freaking granted.
0: Exactly. And just like live your life to the fullest. But be careful because I got hurt literally because I fell. Like, yeah. that is the simplest thing. And it literally screwed me up for almost two years. So just be careful because we usually get hurt doing the silliest things, right? So, yeah. so silly. <laughs> just, just be careful in life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Next question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What was your biggest challenge this year? And
0: what lesson did you learn from that challenge? So I had a few challenges. I the one that comes to my mind, um, because it has a good lesson along with it, is for me the biggest challenge, among a few others, was managing a team and a growing business because there's there's really so much that goes into it that people don't know about like being able and having to and I'll, I'll get into this a little more, but letting go of control in certain areas and just like, I guess the lesson would be accepting that things don't have to always be perfect. I wouldn't yeah. say that I am a perfectionist anymore. I definitely used to be when I was younger. I was seriously OCD. But I think like just in a couple aspects. So not only just um like managing a team, but also with a growing business and more clients and everything. I guess just being okay with giving my clients responsibility and not taking things so personally. Because for example, a couple of years ago, if I had a client that was struggling and a client that quote unquote failed, I would take that very personally. And right. um like their lack of success would make me feel like shit essentially. Um, but now I've realized that their failure is is not my failure. Right. And just being okay with like not having to not feeling guilty for not holding someone's hand along their entire fitness journey because it really doesn't help anyone. Does that kind of make sense? No, 100 percent. That in combination with the same thing when it comes to growing a team. And obviously, Brittany, you're on my team. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But just like not like letting go of that fear of micromanaging my team and micromanaging my clients. It's like I shouldn't have to check in with my clients eight times a day to see if they're going to do their workout. It's their responsibility to make sure they get their workout done. Um, Exactly. And I think the realization that I had that allowed me to become okay with both of those things is that it was more my fear of failure than it was anyone else's fear of failure. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. I totally get that. Yeah. And I'm sure you have experienced a similar situation with. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Definitely. Well, it is. It's like shit. Like, especially when I first started, I was just always like I was stressing (laughs) like if they were missing workouts and I'm like, why? Why are they missing workouts? Why is this happening? And I would take it, like you said, like very personal, like like I was missing the workouts and that, you know, but it it is like once you get rid of that um like that fear of failing. It is a fear of failing is terrifying. <laughs> and it is a really big challenge to overcome. But once you do that, um huge game changer. So I totally, I totally get that for sure.
0: Exactly. Cause when you're passionate about what you do, like both of us are, we I guess, how can I say we almost associate a failure with being our own failure. If a client drops off a yeah. program, if a client doesn't finish a program, mm-hmm. if they're not motivated, you know what I mean? Definitely. And I think it's so important for everyone to realize that you, who is listening, should want success for yourself more than anyone else. And I think the problem so often is that like Brittany and I and, and most coaches who are super passionate about what they do, sometimes we want success for a client more than that client might even want success. Yeah, which is not going to work out right
1: exactly (laughs) like our clients our clients are gonna they're gonna they need to have it more than we do and I totally get that and like I feel like that's how I was in the beginning and like when I started it's extremely overwhelming and it's freaking stressful
0: (laughs) exactly and and as our team grows and as our clients grow our clientele grows they have to be okay with holding themselves accountable it's just the way that it is like we're there to do check-ins we're there to provide workouts we're there to make adjustments but at the end of the day if you're not going to show up, you're not going to show up. It's not my problem. I'm here showing up for you and I'm showing up for myself. And that's all we can do at the end of the day. Like we have to, like, we can't do their workouts for them. We can't, you know, meal prep for them. Like
1: it is what it is. Like that's, that's all you. And that's what you get. Like when you sign up for a program and wanting to change your life, like you're going to want to want it. Right. So getting that weight off of our shoulders in that sense, it's definitely a big challenge. So I totally feel you on that one.
0: Absolutely. And one more thing before we flip it and you answer this question. (laughs) Yep. I do think that that approach is honestly so much more empowering for the client because when I first started being a trainer, like I would try to do everything for my client and make their fitness journey as easy as possible. And although that's still the goal, giving them more responsibility in it, honestly, even if it's not perfect, has way better long-term results because our clients learn that way. You don't learn by someone giving you a, like something that you can blindly follow. You learn by doing it yourself. Exactly. And I feel like
1: most of our clients that, well, all of our clients that, you know, we have this approach with and that we do that with, they are extremely successful in the program Mm -hmm. and out of the program because they have learned so much just with the approach that we take with them.
0: Absolutely. And our clients who do the best and who get the best results are the ones who take initiative. Heck yeah. (laughs) All right. So, Brittany, what was your biggest challenge this year and what lesson did you learn from it? I
1: mean, I went real personal with these. (laughs) Okay. Biggest challenge this year was letting shit go that happened years and years ago that I was taking into my life, my daily life, moving forward, all of that shit, pretty much just letting shit go and moving forward with relationships that I thought were not possible to fix. So with that, I learned that. And of course, this goes like this is going to be different for everybody depending on the situation. But with my situation, I learned that holding a grudge will get you literally nowhere. Yes, like again, there's circumstances where you, you know, holding grudges and, you know, not forgiving people. It's it totally, it is what it is, different circumstances. But in, in mine, learning to forgive and repair relationships, especially with family, um, especially really, really close family is extremely, extremely important. I came to the conclusion, you know, we are only getting older And unfortunately, you know, we can't choose our family. They're always going to be your family. So if it's something that you can move past and you can fix these relationships and, you know, and put that grudge aside, I definitely recommend you do it. It has changed my life drastically. And this person obviously getting real personal with this (laughs) with with being my dad. We have an amazing relationship now where you know three years ago, if I saw us now, I'd be like, "Uh, this is a joke. (laughs) Yeah. So letting that go and really working on it and moving forward and throwing that grudge aside of shit that happened so, so long ago has been game-changing for me. And I'm so happy that I have done that. Okay. I like
0: that. I'm going to ask you a follow-up question.
1: Oh God. Okay.
0: (laughs) So this is a genuine question because I think this will help so many people is In order to do that and to like create this space within yourself to have the capacity to do that, what did you have to change?
1: I had to be open to communication. I was really bad at communicating with my dad in the sense of where I almost like I just didn't want to. I didn't I didn't want to hear what he had to say. I didn't I didn't want to, you know, just deal with it. But when I actually sat down and looked at myself, and was like, OK, like we're not going to get any further with this if we don't fucking communicate. <laughs> so as soon as that communication door opened and like we were able to talk about stuff and, you know, talk about things that did happen in the past, we did not dwell on it. But having those conversations helped immensely.
0: I like that. Communication is honestly so important. Like, Saga of communication <laughs> ruins so many things. <laughs>
1: and like, was it easy? No. Was it uncomfortable as hell? A hundred percent. Like none of that was comfortable for me. Um, but that's the point. That's the point of growing and growing relationships is, you know, sometimes we have to have those uncomfortable, yucky conversations. But without them, you know, you don't grow and you don't grow in those relationships. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Really, really good answer. Thanks. It was like very personal, but <laughs> it is. It was my biggest challenge this year. So I said, fuck it.
0: <laughs> All right. Going on to the next question. Um, yeah. What quality yeah. did you most cultivate within yourself this year?
1: Hmm. I had a few for this one, but I'm just going to keep her nice and simple because I feel like I could talk about this for a bit. But Quality wise is my this year is my positivity. And I tell you, I used to be the most negative person, which is so bad to say. And but like looking back, like I used to be so fucking negative, like anything that would happen, like always negative Um, conversations. I always had something negative to say about something or negative to say about an idea or negative, like literally anything. And I told myself, you know, last year, I was like, I got to stop that. Like this needs to stop like ASAP. So I went into every situation this year with a positive attitude. Even how shitty situations, even if I got shitty news, even if I had, you know, the world's worst day or just the day wasn't going right. I always tried, even if it was the smallest thing and it could have been literally something so ridiculous, but I would find a positive outcome or a positive, absolutely anything out of a situation. And it has had a huge impact on my mental health for sure. The days are a little easier. I just, I feel lighter. I feel brighter. But yeah, my positivity this year has been amazing. Like 12 out of 10.
0: I love that. That is so important. Yes. Yeah. Because like... Can break your whole life? I and your whole outlook. I just felt like I was like,
1: I don't know if I was, this is the right word, but I almost felt like I was just like an angry person. <laughs> I was just like angry at the world and like I was just so negative with like everything that was thrown at me and I'm like and I hated it like I hated that was like the worst thing that like I just I disliked about myself and I'm like this I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like this needs to fucking change. So into the new year last year I was like okay even if it's like the hardest thing I'm going to try and take the positive out of every situation. And then of course, like once I started that, it got easier and easier and easier. And like if you threw shit at me, I was like, whatever, like it is what it is. Like we get one life. So be positive about it, be happy about it. Obviously, we're gonna have shitty days. We're gonna have shitty moments, but we also have a shit ton of positive moments and a ton of positive things that are in our lives and we really need to focus on that stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, and Bert, I'm sure you relate to this too. Like when you are in that negative headspace or angry headspace or what we might call like that victim mentality, even if you're not meaning to do it, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to identify that you're in there because it is just your normal, right? Because I live I mean. that way too. Yeah. And you don't even realize that you're being negative, but you feel like everything is working against you and that nothing can go right in your life and that you're always being dealt this like shitty hand. And I think me and you have both been in a place like that before and you don't realize you're in it. It's just normal for you.
1: Yeah. And And that's the thing. It it was happening to me so much where I just I didn't even notice that it was just me. Like it was it was my freaking personality. And that's like terrifying. I'm like, can't. this needs to change.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And when you start to change that, it does feel weird, right? Like it feels like you're faking it it feels Mm -hmm. unnatural it feels like people are going to take you as a joke or you're going to take yourself as a joke but you you just have to keep doing it because whenever you start something new it's always going to feel weird it's always going to feel uncomfortable it's always going to feel unnatural because it's not who you are right now but in order to change who you are right now if you're not happy with the person you are the way you are the way you look the way you feel you have to change something you're it's not going to change unless you do something about it
1: And like a good way if like you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, shit, that's me. Like I got to switch up Um, a good way to just start doing that, too, is just like is journaling. So like write down in the day like five things that you're, you know, something or at the end of the day, five things like five positive things that happened to you today or three things like doesn't have to be anything crazy, but like just work off of that, like take steps to do that and writing them down like that is a really good way to do it as well.
0: Have you heard of the, what's it called, the 369 method or whatever that is? I have. It's like, it's more for like manifestation, but I think it would also work well for people who, if you don't feel like you're, I don't know, like spiritual or hippie enough to journal. (laughs) Because I used (laughs) to think that way. I used to be like, I don't want to write shit down. Like that's for hippies. Yeah. But if. (laughs) no, No, man, anyone can write shit down. Write it down. If you feel like that, what you start by doing instead of journaling your deepest thoughts and feelings is whatever you're trying to change, like you would write it out as an affirmation three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon and nine times in the evening every day. And it's going to like program it into your brain to essentially rewire the way you think.
1: Exactly. So just do it with your your positive thoughts and positive things in the day and positive things in your life. And you're on your way. It's just taking steps to do it is freaking key. And that's what I did. And I'm so happy that I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. Okay. All right. Your turn. I will ahead. answer this one quickly because I feel like I already kind of touched on it. But for me, definitely, hands down, the quality I cultivated the most within myself was decisiveness and that was my word of the year and Brittany I know we only met like early early in 2000 I mean late in 2021 so I don't think you knew the less decisive version of me but I feel like you (laughs) could fairly strongly say that I was very decisive this year
1: you were yes 100% definitely I totally agree with you on that one yeah like I said like I don't like what was it October 2021 so like just over a year that we've known each other but I think you've come very far in that sense.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say, actually, and then I got off track on the 369 thing, but um, I was also going to say the quality that I saw change within you the most. And I yes. think we talked about this before, and I wouldn't say that it was like a weakness of yours by any means, but I feel like your self-confidence professionally Ooh. really... I love it. Like, not that you weren't confident when we met, but I just think like you yeah. really stepped into your own in the last like six months or so. And like, I totally felt it.
1: I also feel that too. And it's funny, like, and it's so weird when it comes to that shit, because it's like not something that I would bring up. But even even my mom has said to me on many, many occasions, she's like, Brittany, like your confidence is like it's skyrocketed since you started.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And a bomb thing to say, but (laughs) but (laughs) I think I totally agree for mine. Yeah. Decisiveness, I think. And yeah. I got it. it. just came down to I used to waste way too much time overanalyzing something when ultimately I already mm-hmm. knew what decision I needed to make. The other. Oh, Brittany, the, it came back to my head. So I think in, in combination with self-confidence for you, it was kind of mm-hmm. like I feel you care less about other people's negative opinion of yourself.
1: Yes. a 100 percent. Definitely. Agree. Which is an amazing, amazing quality to have. It's a huge quality and I totally agree because like two years ago I was so worried what you know even Joe Blow on social media thought about me but now I don't even like whatever.
0: (laughs) I don't give a shit. Honestly when you have purpose and like belief in yourself what other people think really doesn't matter at all. But if you don't have purpose or confidence other people's opinion can very easily like infect your brain and body.
1: Oh yeah like huge and I think I've come I think I feel like we've all been there and I feel like you've even been there of just like being so worried of like what other people are going to think of you or like I can't post this because like what if they think this or I can't say this and but like really like just do you do what makes you freaking happy (laughs) because it's all that matters.
0: It's true and like this might sound like cocky but I don't mean it in a cocky way like at all. I mean it from like the utmost compassionate part of me that wants to help people. But sometimes if I do feel that fear of like other people's judgment creep in, I literally just tell myself that I'm the fucking shit like and I believe it. I'm like, I do what I like every day. I make a huge fucking difference. I run my own company. I have all this fucking amazing shit going for me. I don't give a fuck about anyone else like and their negative opinion. It's literally me and me and that's all I care about. And there's billions of other people in the world. If they don't like me, that's fine. Like, I'll find someone else who likes me and they can like I (laughs) exactly shit about them I don't
1: (laughs) no that's a that's amazing and like you guys listening should really definitely take that into 2023 definitely something to work on for sure because it is once you you manifest that and get that going like it's a game changer it was a game changer for me for sure
0: and it's not vain or nope anything to do that like it's only going to help you I think that's what a lot of us struggle with and that's what I used to struggle with was like, it's wrong to think I'm the best person in the world. It's wrong to think I'm the shit. It's wrong to be this yeah. confident. It's like, no, it's not. If it's helping you, it's helping others in your life. I don't know. Like I I know that I, I know that I help a lot of fucking people every single yeah. day. And I know that if I wasn't as confident in who I am and what I do, there's no way I would help them. Exactly. So anyways, my quality I cultivated the most was decisive. I love it. <laughs> and I feel that for you. <laughs> All right. Next question. Brittany, yes. what mm-hmm. do you wish you would have done more of this year?
1: Um, Honestly, nice, short, and sweet, but be more spontaneous with plans and just fucking do shit. <laughs> I feel like this year, Ben and I didn't do a whole lot together. It's just the two of us, you know, date nights or stuff like that in 2022. I feel like because I'm a planner at heart, and if I don't have this plan, say, two weeks in advance, it fucking stresses me out and like if it's a Saturday and it's the day and like someone's like oh do you want to go to like whatever whatever I'm like oh my god no this was not on my schedule I can't fucking do that but I just (laughs) feel like like and it's it's so stupid (laughs) but it's something I definitely wish that I wasn't so stressed out about in 2022 I wish I would have just said yes to more things be more spontaneous do more crazy, weird date nights. You know, I just find doing last minute plans and events stress me out. So come 2023, I'm really just going to be more spontaneous in that sense and just do stuff with the people I love. And yes, of course, planning is is key, but sometimes we don't need to plan and just
0: fucking do it. <laughs> I have a suggestion for you. OK, love it. <laughs> Because um, I relate to that a lot because I'm a major planner. But I feel like I, I, I sense some, what's the word, like reluctance in you to do that. And okay. I think it's because Next. I also have reluctance to do that because as much as I love the idea of being spontaneous, it's just not huh. me. I know. So my suggestion is potentially why don't you plan spontaneous events so instead of being okay. like i'm just gonna randomly do something <laughs> or i'm just gonna randomly let this happen because usually when you're doing that it doesn't happen anyways so like True. plan like this week i'm yep. going to do something and then you make it happen okay okay and do
1: it like something that i normally wouldn't do yeah you know, oh my god look at me living dangerous eh? because
0: that's more exciting <laughs> because then you get to plan for it, it and exciting. then it's like it can still okay. be whatever you want but yeah, you're expecting when it can come because it is okay. stressful for planners to mm-hmm. be like, let's randomly do this right now. Cause it's like, okay, that's Ugh. gonna help me.
1: <laughs> no, it's stressed out hard. Like, this was not on my calendar, <laughs>
0: right? Like,
1: I was so stupid, but yeah, no, I like that. So plan for the spontaneous things.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: I feel like that could work. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I definitely feel like that could work in my sense. But I definitely something I want to work on for sure in the new year and just, do shit and just have freaking fun and it is what it is that's that's what i worked i did more this year
0: what about you you live one day is how you live every day
1: how you live one day is
0: another thing that helps me when i'm being lack of when i'm exhibiting a lack of spontaneity is that the word (laughs) it it is oh my god hey i want to (laughs) roll with my words today i don't know if that's well (laughs) anyway so i heard this before and it was like If you, obviously, I mean, we have to work and we have to do certain things, but if you were watching your life from a bird's eye view, like, would you Mm -hmm. be excited for it? So, like, how much time do you spend, like, how much time do you waste, like, just sitting on your phone or just sitting at a TV? And, like, like if you were actually watching your life from a bird's eye view, would you be proud of how you're living it? Right. I like that. So, I think that can help us, like, spark some more motivation and Mm -hmm. just willingness to... Push our comfort zone and do new things and try things that maybe we've never tried before. Because if you were watching yourself sit on fucking TikTok all day, you'd sure as hell be bored. (laughs) Boring as shit. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. So, my answer, what do I wish I would have done more of this year? Is honestly simple. I don't know if it's like I would definitely don't regret it, but if I had the opportunity, I would just say travel more, which is really funny because I used to hate traveling. Like, I used to
1: Hate it. I agree with you on that one. I would. I hate. I still hate it to be honest with you. But (laughs) if I have the option, I'll do it.
0: Yeah, because like me and you both don't really like flying that much. So it's not like I'm excited to fly because I don't actually like it. It stresses me out, and I feel like I'm gonna crash. Yeah, but I don't like (laughs) hate it. But it's definitely not something that I'm excited for. I also I don't like uprooting my schedule to go to different places I also don't like other people I know that sounds horrible but I really really don't I don't like being around people I don't even like being around people that I know and like it's the introvert thing it's fine yeah traveling to me is like not that fun sometimes especially if I'm going with people that I don't want to go with which is everyone (laughs) no offense so (laughs) don't take it personal anyone just like coming back after traveling and it takes you a week to like get back into discipline like that I'm not a big fan of no. But I did travel more in 2022 than I have in a very long time. And I very much enjoyed it. And it very much like gave Love me it. a reminder of like why I work so hard and like yeah. I am doing the things that I am doing so that I can have freedom and I can have the luxury of traveling when I want to and that sort of thing. So I do plan on hopefully traveling at least the equivalent of what I traveled in 2022 for the next couple of years. Yeah, I love that. That's sweet. I just want to, like, see more places, you know? Yeah. I feel like that For must sure. be a getting old thing because I used to not this anywhere. And now <laughs> i like, oh, I do want to go places.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. Like, you only get one life to live. And, like, what, you just want to see Canada forever? Like, what? <laughs> you know? But Canada's fucking sweet. But if you have the opportunity to travel the world, then, like, fuck, ah, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Next. I like this one. What is one boundary you are holding going into 2023?
0: So for me, this one might surprise everyone. Maybe, 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 obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know how else to word it other than like a fitness boundary. Because I feel like I have, and I know that like my 80% is still better than probably like 99% of people's fucking... like a hundred percent. But I do feel like there's been many times over the last two years where I've put my fitness on the back burner due to my company, my family, my team, my clients, like my business, all of that stuff, courses. yeah. Because don't get me wrong, like I'm in pretty good shape. I'm not completely unsatisfied with my physique right now. I haven't had any massive, massive fitness goals for myself. So for me, that's been the easiest thing to just let slide. Um, And that's not to say that I haven't been dialed in because I have been. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm always on point. I always eat healthy. I always work out like it's just the way it has been. But I think especially with my injury in 2021, it took my training took such a hit because I had to take um, about four months completely off of exercising completely couldn't even move. And then I had to take another three to four months to ease my way back into doing anything. And then I ended up having a surgery and taking another four weeks off. And then I had to ease my way back in again. And so I took a lot of time off the gym in 2021. And then Mm -hmm. just being able to work out was a freaking blessing for me this year. Right. So this year, 2023, is going to be about like bringing it back full force and I'm not sacrificing it for anything or anyone. Like... I love it. Obviously, I care about my family and stuff so it's not like I'm gonna sacrifice them but they also we've already talked about this and like they know that I'm planning on competing this year and they know that like the the sacrifices I'm gonna have to make to do that so that for me is like the boundary that I'm holding is like I'm not putting in the nicest way like I'm not putting anyone else above my fitness goals when it comes to like what I'm working towards
1: exactly especially if you're competing because like
0: that's huge like you have to be
1: extremely dedicated for that and like no, they're bullshit. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And I'm excited to see what you're going to do.
0: I'm excited. I'm also nervous, but that's a good thing because when I'm nervous for something, yes. I don't get nervous very much. And it means it's something really, really important.
1: Exactly. And I love that. So you're going to crush it. And I'm pumped to see what you're going to do next year. I love it. Okay. Did you answer that one? No. What boundary are you holding? Nice and easy. I am a people pleaser at heart, but I've learned to do what I want and not getting pushed around by other people and just saying yes to people because that's what they want. I've gotten good at that in a sense of doing things that I want, and I'm going to continue to take that into 2023, regardless of what it is, like personal relationships, anything, like even fitness related or just like absolutely anything. I am going to do what I want, what my heart says, and... Like I said, being a people pleaser is fucking stressful. Because <laughs> you end up pleasing everybody except your freaking self. I'm not it's it's gnarly. So going into 2023, I'm going to hold that boundary down freaking hard and I'm going to do shit that I want and that makes me happy and that aligns with my goals. If that unfortunately pisses some people off along the way, I'm sorry <laughs> in advance. <laughs> but I think that's best for me and best with just moving forward with my life.
0: I love it. And I fully agree. That's so important. And I think that a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people struggle with that same issue that you just mentioned and people pleasing and the mom guilt and putting others in front of yourself and then like ending up showing up as a shitty version of you because you're so overwhelmed and it really just doesn't serve anyone. And you think you're doing what's best for others, but you're absolutely 100% not.
1: And I see that in so many people and like a lot of our clients deal with that. And it is so stressful and so overwhelming. And like you said, like you, again, I'm getting like that loss of like like your sense of self. Like you don't even know what you're exactly doing anymore.
0: It's <laughs> like, true. I was literally life? just talking with someone and she's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I've totally lost Brutal. who I am. Brutal. And like I've
1: been there and I've had that feeling and it's fucking sucks. So like once I've cultivated this feeling and like this boundary, that a hard, hard boundary that I've set for myself... It is huge. And that's why I'm going to make freaking sure that I take that into 2023 because I it is a game changer for myself.
0: Absolutely. Heck yeah. I love it. Okay. Next question. We're almost done. What was your biggest success this year? I have like a few, but I'm just gonna narrow it down. Oh, yeah. Bertie has got 800. <laughs> I, I do. I feel like
1: like personally and like I just yeah, i just
0: fucking with you. I'm super <laughs> proud of you this year, even just since I've am had so many good wins.
1: Freaking crazy. But I think in this whole year, like as a whole, 2022, I think my biggest success this year is finding something that I freaking love to do, which is obviously this job and being a coach and working with you and your uh-huh. team and everything. Because I've struggled for so long trying to figure out like what my purpose was in life and like what I wanted to do. And and, like, I just really wanted to help people and, you know, finding this and, you know, working towards it has been a huge success for me. And I am extremely thankful and so happy, obviously, for this opportunity that you gave me because like, obviously, I wouldn't be here right now, (laughs) but Yeah, I think that is a huge success of mine. Like I said, I have like a few personal, like good wins, but this is a big, big one for me and like something that I'm excited to take into twenty twenty three as well.
0: I love that. And I'm so grateful for you. And I feel like you are you are also part of my success because you're so awesome. Oh my goodness, look at us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look just look at us. (laughs) So cute. But yeah, that's again, nothing crazy, but It is, it's big for me and like it's a huge success. And I've been honestly so happy this last year. Just, you know, it's crazy doing something that you love to do is like a game changer for your mental health and your happiness. And people around me have noticed and it's just, it's crazy. So again, super thankful, but
0: that is my biggest success of 2022. I love that. Yeah, mine. And I'm sure you totally know what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, there's, there's two. So, Like when our clients are successful, that is our success. Seriously, Mm -hmm. there's no better feeling than helping someone like like I don't just mean like here's your workout plan and now you're stronger. It's like, yeah, like the actual deep nitty gritty of helping someone actually change their life. Like, that's the best feeling that there possibly (laughs) is. There really is. It is. is. Helping people change the way they think, helping people change the way they see themselves, helping people change the way they show up in their life. Like, literally, I have goosebumps right now talking about it because (laughs) that, to me, is, like, the ultimate success. Yeah. Now, when it comes to, like, tactical, actual things, I would say, like, I would say 2021, I actually achieved... More things in terms of certifications and investments and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I think my, I would say if I had to pick one thing, it would honestly be my podcast. I'm like really proud of my podcast and I love it. And it's my definitely the most, the thing that I'm the most passionate about right now. So I would say that has been my biggest success just because i love it so much and i've got so much good feedback from it and i even people i don't know have like contacted me telling them how much certain episodes have resonated with them and just changed their life
1: yeah this podcast is killer and i love like doing episodes with you and doing like i just feel good after like if we're like helping people and we're changing people's lives and like i just i freaking love it and like it is it is
0: huge yeah, I agree, and I have. We have big plans for the podcast in 2022. Heck yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Okay,
1: last question, and this is a big one. Are you ready? Yes. What are you most freaking excited for in 2023? I have
0: so much to be honest. Like, <laughs> oh, so do I. <laughs> I'm a so, I didn't narrow. It, yeah. yeah, I don't want to talk about all of it because it's not. <laughs> all for the public yet yes but um <laughs> sure. i guess like a couple personal things i have like a couple trips planned this year that i'm excited for Ooh, uh, yeah um, i have i'm obviously planning to compete this year which i'm really excited for yeah. and nervous for um i have some big plans for the podcast and i'm also like just fresh in my mind We're obviously launching our Shred program that starts on January 9th. So we're going to be accepting applications for that starting next week. And I'm pumped for it this year because not only is Brittany here for it, um, we have some other awesome coaches who are going to be helping with it. The clients that we have right now who've already signed up for the Shred program are freaking kick-ass clients. So I do think it's going to be the absolute best round of this program that we've ever possibly run. It's like our most popular transformation program. Like it... It literally doesn't just change your physique; it changes your entire freaking life. life. But it's not easy. Like, it's not a beginner program. It's not something that you would know nope. if you've never worked out before or if you've been off the gym <laughs> for like a year. Um, it's like it's basically like a mini competition prep.
1: <laughs> it is. It's freaking so sweet. Like, and we've seen such amazing, amazing transformations. Like you said, like not just physique but mentally as well from our clients that have done it before. Like, it is a killer freaking program. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just it's like even I'm comparing it to a a fitness competition because that's what I'm thinking about right now. It's obviously a lesser level in terms of the actual intensity and the restriction with the diet. But Mm -hmm. doing something like that where it really pushes you mentally and physically is so rewarding because you learn so much about yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And then the next thing that I'm excited for is. Like with this podcast and with my um, social media content and everything and just my own journey and my own story and my own purpose, like I've really come to realize that not only do I love fitness coaching and helping people with their nutrition and helping people with their um, workouts, which I do love, is really like the the body image component. Because for me, that's what really hits home. The most. That's what I'm the most passionate about. That's what I like talking about the most. And I feel like that's where I can really, really impact someone is when it comes to yeah. body image and self talk and inner critic and limiting beliefs and the way you see your body and the way you feel about your body and healing that essentially. Okay. So we, yeah. as Brittany knows, are launching a body image program. So it is not only going to be fitness coaching and nutrition coaching and training. It's going to be life coaching as well, specifically geared towards body image. So for women who, for example, struggle with binge eating, again, a lot of those tendencies come from a lack of self-worth, of not feeling like you're good enough to even eat healthy because of things that have happened in your past, whether it is specifically due to body image or past trauma or something completely different. So this program is going to be literally a breakthrough. I'm so excited for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped.
0: <laughs> so that's my my big excitement for 2023. And obviously, just continuing with the podcast. What about you, Brittany? Okay, mine are like
1: relatively the same in like that sense. But I don't mean to like, I don't mean to hype 2023 up, but I'm gonna <laughs> hype it up. Um, I'm, I'm gonna fucking hype it up. But 2023... I have a feeling that is going to be a freaking killer year for for everybody, but definitely for 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 us, for sure. For me, um, like I said, there's and you said, too, there's lots of stuff we can't share yet, but <laughs> I probably there's do. actually so much. <laughs> there's actually so much shit we can't share with you, which uh, the suspense, <laughs> it's really <laughs> me, <amazing>, but <laughs> 2023 is going to be incredible and I'm just really most excited for it. and you nailed it on the head like within like the business aspect and you know the programs and uh, the stuff our clients are going to be able to you know get their hands on um, and just watch our clients grow in that sense and the podcast and everything in that but definitely for myself is just embracing and like all the new shit and the growth that 2023 is going to bring it is going to be killer Like I said, I can't say too much about it, but it is going to be amazing. And I am just going into 2023 with freaking, like I said, with positivity and just taking it all in because it is going to be freaking killer.
0: I love it. So that wraps it up for us today. If you guys got value, what we want you to do is take a screenshot of the podcast, share it to your Instagram story, tag us, and tell us what your word for 2023 is. Okay? We want to see your word. We want to hear your word. You can find us at Nyfina, at Burgess, and at Beyond the Body Podcast on Instagram. Beautiful. I love it. That is it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. See you guys.